I'm going to put this at the beginning of the episode because I forgot to mention it and I feel like it's important. If you haven't heard our last episode, um, it's important that we get your feedback. We did a um, fast food elimination bracket. It's the Super Bowl of fast food chains. Um, Taco Bell and In-N-Out are battling for king of all fast food and we need you to vote on it. You can do that. Um, on any of our social medias by just leaving a comment or if you want to listen to the episode on spotify there's an official poll there and we will announce the winner when panda bear gets back from vacation that's that's a no-brainer i mean uh, am i allowed to muddy the waters sure muddy away go for it talk about 100 percent in and out it's no contest there's no contest like how is this even a thing Um, well, I mean, uh, I guess I should introduce myself. Um, I don't know, uh, how much you guys have heard about me from Nate, but, uh, I'm, I'm Nate's buddy. We met at Sham and, uh, we fell in love and <laughs> got married. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Not um, yet, but actually a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> I'm I I like Jordan's wife and I want them to succeed, but otherwise. <laughs> but if she ever leaves, this, it, Nate's coming strong, swooping in. We've already talked second. about it for real. He and Melissa talked. He and Melissa talked about it before he and I ever talked about it. She was like, "What would you do if if uh, we broke up?" And he was like, "I go live with Nate." Domestic partnership, Nathaniel. Get the tax break, you know. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. But uh, but yeah, I'm I'm just so excited to be here with you guys. And I've I've watched the podcast a few times, and uh, I think you guys are pretty great. Oh dang, no, I, I haven't even... seen every episode, but that's probably for the best. Your opinion <laughs> of us know. would diminish greatly. <laughs> I didn't even know you'd seen any of them. Which I, I'm more impressed that you're watching you... podcasts. <laughs> are you one of those people that sees sound as no as colors uh I, uh no <laughs> i mean if i think about it hard enough maybe i could but uh i'll uh i think i'll leave all that in that was a a good intro for my uh my friend jordan and from henceforth known as albert and he's Sick D reference, bro. Yeah. Yes. He's the one hundred percent. One hundred percent. He's the uh he's the singer songwriter of our band. Um producer and editor and, and producer and <laughs> and fellow visionary of War on Gravity. Um which we've talked about on the podcast, but hasn't officially like launched. We are on social media if you want to find us, but there's no content there. So yeah, no, there it, will be it's it's cooking right now. It's cooking. I'm Blitzbear, uh, also known as Nate, along with my uh, uh, co-host Polar Bear, who I'll let introduce his friend because we have two first-time guests on this podcast. Yeah. Um, this is my friend Ollie, also David, also on the internet. You've probably get um, played games with him as Super David. 
And Dave, do you want to introduce yourself, or do you want me to just um, gush about you for a while? I mean, we can do. I'll just let you fap about with my uh, online presence for a little while. That's fine. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right. So Ollie and I have been instant friends since the day we met at freshman orientation. But I didn't know his name was David because he told everyone his name was Tim. And so the first day of school came, and I was like, that's right. Tim. And I said, Tim! And nothing. No response. Just kept walking. And then I was in band with his cousin, Michael. And he came into the band room, and Michael was like, David. And I was like, Fuck, his name is Tim. <laughs> I completely forgot about that. <laughs> and it's been sort of downhill ever since. Um, I basically lived in his apartment with him for um like two summers yeah. we worked at safeway together you guys um, worked at slaveway yeah oh yeah it's a dark it's a dark that. chapter in our lives but we did it together um and he's an honorary marching band member for me. Hell wow. yeah. probably about <clears throat> the part where i say our the name of our high school that's probably too close to home <laughs> Let me just write down that name real quick. <laughs> I'll say Ollie's a good traveling companion if you have to go uh, across country for a wedding. <laughs> hey, what'd you play That's in a... marching band? I didn't. That's why I'm honorary. He played the friendship. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, I, I. so when I started high school, the only person I knew was my cousin, who was a grade ahead of me, and he was in band and so I just kind of followed him around my first day and uh yeah everyone liked me even the the band director uh, yeah. just kind of dealt with me the same way he dealt with the rest of the band kids <laughs> so you were uh, like a you band band homie yeah band I, was a, roadie. I, I was a band groupie <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah there you go yeah I was gonna say you're making me sound way more interesting than I actually am Oh no, you're vastly interesting. You've just you're like living a retirement age of hooligan. The hooligan lifestyle I used to force you into. You know what? That's probably where I should have started. David is the introvert that I adopted. Oh <laughs> one of those. Yeah. See if I if I had my way, I'd read books and play games all day. That, that that's what I'm about. Mm. Nice. And speaking of games. Boy, oh boy, do we have some games <laughs> to talk about. So, a year ago, we started a bear attack tradition of uh, when Oceans goes on vacation for the summer, <laughs> Sam and I, the Sam who's here, hey. will uh, go camping and record a lot, like, together in the same place, record a, a podcast of us playing video games. This is the second year of that, and we've already ruined the tradition by not being in the same place and also not camping, though we are camping this weekend. I was going to say, oh. aren't we in a Discord call right now? <laughs> no, it's a campfire. This is, this is introvert camping. Oh, okay. Yeah, can't you hear this. the roaring fire in the background that sounds a lot like static? <laughs> you only think it's Discord because you're still in the Matrix. Okay. But, uh, no, it is Discord. But uh, I got Sam to play uh, Doom 2016. And then did you play Doom Eternal as well? No. Okay. I didn't even beat well, Doom 2016, we'll but I sure did play it a lot and explore a lot. 
I don't I don't know if I can if I can hold myself back. So uh, we'll probably talk Doom, the original Doom games, Mighty Doom, uh, Mick Gordon, all the Doom stuff. Oh no! Jor- I got Jordan playing Doom, I, and Jordan just beat yeah, Doom Eternal. I, yeah, I just I uh, just beat Doom Eternal, Fourth uh, of July. It was pretty good. It it was pretty awesome actually. I uh, uh, I don't. We'll get into it, but. Uh, No, I'm so glad I played it. I, I beat Doom 2016, like, what, a couple months ago? A month ago? And then took, like, a little break, and then was like, all right, it's time for Doom Eternal. <laughs> Heavy metal music and intensifies. Then, Ollie, I have no idea what your experience with Doom is, but if there's one thing I know about you, it's that I'm shocked you're not playing video games for a living. What's your background with Doom? Uh, so, I've actually never played a Doom before this, surprisingly. Yes. Oh, I was uh, hoping that you were going to say you just never played a Doom and you came on the podcast without it. No, okay, so I was given about a week's notice, and I was only told Doom 2016. So okay. You asked if we were doing, I, I think that's uh, the original Doom 2, and I said, we'd probably talk about it, because I've played the original Doom. So, let me let, let me get there, so... <laughs> About a week ago, I set out to do everything I wanted to do in Doom 2016, and then a little bit of like classic Doom. And so I beat the campaign on 2016, got all the collectibles, got like 100% of the campaign. It was freaking awesome. Nice. And then I was like, all right, let's move on to classic Doom. And so I went in the menu, got the little classic levels, and I realized that when I clicked into it that it's not classic Doom. It's like this weird conglomeration of Doom 2016 and like with a classic Doom skin for the levels. And that was like three hours ago. Oh, (laughs) interesting. So I've played Doom 2016. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I feel, I think that the, the classic, if, uh, I know that in Doom 2016, there's, um, there's like hidden original levels within the game. Yeah. And I found them on my first playthrough, but not the last one I did. So, which was funny because I'm so much better at the game than I was the first time <laughs> I played it. So, if you go like back to the menu for your save file and it's got like classic maps, I thought that was going to put us in like the original Doom levels or whatever. It's It's not. It's okay. It's you're playing Doom 2016. It's like you're in the, the the hidden levels that you found. They just expanded on it. Okay. So it's a pixel. It's pixely Doom 2016. Yeah, pretty much. For those of you who don't know anything about Doom, um, in uh, I want to say, was it 93 when the first one came out? Uh, in the 90s, back in the day, or sometime. The, yes. Yeah, the original. Some developers at id Software. December. 1993. Yeah, Christmas. Oh. Just in time for Christmas. Yes. So, after playing a uh, a, a campaign in, of D and D where they like um, opened a portal to like hell and unleashed like demonic hordes and stuff, um, a bunch of game developers from id Software were like, "This would be a cool idea for a video game." And so Doom actually, um, the inspiration was from a D and D campaign. But uh, the game quickly 
went away from its fantasy background and invented practically didn't actually but for our purposes we'll say it invented the first person shooter genre and mass shootings all at the same time <laughs> so that's the battle was won and the game of golf invented <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was a uh, it was highly controversial um it was blamed for columbine and there was a whole lot of satanic panic stuff around it which is that's fair i i it's fa- it's fair on one hand and on the other hand it's it's silly because you're killing demons but i suppose you could say yeah. that ha- having so much fun killing demons you would you would want to kill people in the name of demons i don't know if anything doom should be a, a beacon of hope to people who are against demons cuz you just walk through slaughtering them <laughs> yeah well, quite literally, or in less. Doom Eternal, mm-hmm. that's a that's a key story point for what little story there is. St- but, um, story is a very loose term with Doom. It's more of sort of um, rampage with cutscenes. Yes. Yeah. The original game had a a bunch of uh, like the sa- it's really famous for its soundtrack that had a bunch of eight uh, bit metal. Um, that kind of sounds more like than anything <laughs> that metal sounds like today. But um, and uh, it was pretty gory for the time. Like even with how pixelated it is and stuff. Um, that pixel blood I, didn't mess I, around. No, it didn't. And it also uh, checks cereal like the Kellogg cereal. I think it's Kellogg's. Um, they did a uh, a mod of it called checks quest that came in cereal boxes that was like a e-rated mod where you go around like as the checks man like killing aliens and instead of like the brass knuckles that you like punch with you would have a spoon <laughs> and they'd just turn into green goo or whatever yikes and uh i think i, I was, remember that like i dude, i like legit remember that as a kid and i now i'm just making the connection that that was doom <laughs> well <laughs> no or uh go ahead yeah i was also an adult when i made the connection and uh i feel like i can say because i never played doom as a kid um absolutely not in my parents house um but uh i feel like i have a connection to it through chuck's quest in 2016 they rebooted it and it wasn't until 2019 that i played it when one of my friends was like oh you like metal you'd love doom like you just go around killing demons and it's it's just as gory as it was back in the day, except for now in 1080p, and um, they got this guy Mick Gordon to make the most amazing soundtrack to any video game since Hans Zimmer's Modern Warfare 2 soundtrack. <laughs> I, I have no idea where else to take the conversation from here, boys, but if uh, you guys want to jump in with <laughs> I do. first thoughts. Glory kills. I don't think I actually shot any of the, like, cannon fodder enemies, whatever they're called. The, like, low-level uh-huh. first ones you meet. I think I just double-tapped R3 and just ripped their arms off and curb-stomped them all the way to where I'm at now in the game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... 
it you kind of have to i think like the game mechanic is like hey this is this is how you stay alive is <laughs> like glory and killing everything to get health so, so. with the, the one tap guys or with the, the smaller guys unless you can like one tap them into the glory kill state i i usually didn't mess with them until i i had the ability to just like shotgun them from like a semi distance and then run up and get get me some health oh i got uncom uncomfortably murderous in this game like I, yeah, I was, I was comfortable. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, uh, I mean, <laughs> at a certain point, if it was real life and like the enemies didn't just like despawn when they were dead, I think I would have had to swim most of the levels. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you can glory kill anything, like there is a certain yeah. point where oh, yeah. anything is glory killable, and I love that. Yeah, yeah. Mandatory for the bosses, which I. <laughs> Absolutely. I kind of wish that um, there was more glory kill animations, especially in Doom Eternal. Um, I think Doom 2016. Well, uh, some some demons had really good glory kills in Doom 2016. Some didn't. But uh, I'm like, yeah. I, I could have... If any of you guys have ever played Titanfall, yes. like, um, the mid-game animations in that game, I think, are just like top-tier. Yeah, and uh, I could have used pretty... some more of that in Doom. But the glory kills are so satisfying. It just feels so good. And then, like nothing can hurt you while you're glory killing feels awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> can I ask a game strategy yeah. that I never mastered? What do you do about the ones that have shields? The plasma rifle. The plasma rifle. Uh, yeah, I, I just put a grenade behind it. That's a that's a legit strategy too. Yeah, chainsaw. Like a rocket at the floor behind it. Mm -hmm. Oh, chainsaw. Smart. Damn, chainsaw out every time. Advanced techniques over here. That's that's how you know he's a true gamer. Is he's like I've I've met some riot shield troopers before. <laughs> it's definitely that I didn't put together that a, a plasma weapon should tear through a plasma shield or an enemy shield. I. It's definitely not that. <laughs> <laughs> so, I got a question for you guys. Um, did you know that people are still playing multiplayer for Doom? Doom 2016 no, specifically? No, no yeah. I never played the multiplayer for it. Yeah, so I, I finished the campaign, got disappointed by the classic maps, and was just like, I should click on like the other tabs in here. And... Um, so I did a couple rounds of multiplayer, and I was like, eh, I'll just like hit find player, go make a sandwich. I, I expected it to just kind of spin its wheels and then kick mm -hmm. me out saying there's not enough people, or just spin forever. Uh, by the time I got out of my chair, I already had a match. Like, the community's <laughs> wow. that active. Oh, so there's people, everybody like, was, playing Doom. Yeah, yeah everybody was, was that, max level. <laughs> is that on PC? Yeah. Yeah, oh, okay. I, I played on PC. Yeah, yeah because I think race. I think for for PlayStation, I think they have like a message saying that they it's not like supported anymore. That's what I thought. I'm not I'd sure. Like the servers down. Well, what'd you guys think of uh? What'd you guys think of the story of uh, of Doom? Not that there's a whole lot there, so this should be a short section of the podcast. Perhaps. I but. mean, I I well, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, I feel like the story is pretty straightforward. <laughs> Wake up, Doom Guy, murder demons. Oh, God, he's gone. 
when you when you put it that way, yes. But you're, I feel like uh, you're missing some uh, of the nuance of it. <laughs> yeah, but the, to be honest, I to be honest, I prefer that version of it because that that actually gives me like way more clarity as to probably what the developers were thinking <laughs> because the story is like super convoluted it, it's almost like there was one developer with with that state of mind of like we're here to kill demons i don't care about what the story and then the other developer is like yeah but we need to make it you know more interesting and nuanced and you have an in-depth you know these in-depth relationships and and uh and then that was just half baked. I feel like I feel like Jordan and I also have a different window into it because we finished Doom Eternal, so we know how convoluted it. Because with every like, oh, I, I've seen a playthrough of Doom Eternal. It muddies the water so much, and then the Ancient Gods DLC for Doom Eternal like further like tortures it. <laughs> uh, so but, uh, the fr- the first games. Like, pretty straightforward. There's kind of, like, they leave a lot of, if you want to read the, like, codexes and stuff, there's, like, some pretty cool ideas and stuff. There's, like, oh, the yeah. Sentinel no, there's, race. Yeah. No, there's a ton of, like, really cool ideas where I'm, like, they could probably make a whole DLC about that, and that would be, you know, interesting enough, you know, or, or like, a short, like, one mission thing, but, um... Like, a lot of the history, even with, like, some of the stuff that you read about these other demons and stuff, or the, the elementals and the, um, even the makers, like, there's a lot of cooler stuff in the codec than how it kind of comes out in the game. Like, you actually seeing it and understanding it. Um, I would have to say, though, and this is going to be possibly a weird comparison for you guys, but... The grotesqueness of all the monsters and stuff reminds me of like Dark Souls or Elden yep. Elden Ring a little bit. I can see that. And I have to say, like the storyline is still like more clear. Like you still kind of you could still figure out what you're fighting and why it is the way it is, and understand it versus like Elden Ring. You're like this. This came out of nowhere. Well, in Elden Ring, you've died so much by the time you get to the end that you don't remember where you started from anyways. Yeah. <laughs> so here's the fun thing about me, my Doom experience. Um, anytime there was like a voice chat incoming or the evil doctor lady was trying to talk, I couldn't hear anything. Oh. The only cutscene <laughs> where I had audio was the robot doctor guy that's like in charge the very first like cutscene where you get one of the um level up orbs that you smash in your hand and oh right it's the only I only audio like... i could hear <laughs> that wasn't demons screaming at me i get pretty invested in stories and stuff so that would greatly diminish the uh the experience for me yeah i usually do too but sort of that's just my break from murdering demons. Otherwise, uh, I think that kept yeah. me in the Demon Slayer's uh, mindset because I don't think he cares about <laughs> any of that stuff either. He's just like, all right, you went right. through that door. I'm going through that door because I'm going to get you. 
Honestly, I, like, go, go ahead, Nate. Oh, I was going to say that's that's head cannon for me now. Like the Doomslayer just doesn't <laughs> hear a word anyone's saying. Yeah, I was. They didn't put microphones so we can hear out thing. of the helmet. <laughs> yeah, like honestly, like I could totally see him just muting Olivia Pierce throughout. Anyways, <laughs> just like I don't give a shit what you have to say. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's kind of how I approached it. I turned down the voices and all that, and I turned up the music, like the soundtrack for the game. Yes. And I was just so murdering demons and rocking the that, music. That's what he did, too. <laughs> Pretty much. That's, that's exactly the and mindset right there. It, it feels like one of the best ways to enjoy the game. <laughs> yeah, I was... This is canon Doom War. I was not there for story. I was there for murder. They summoned yeah, me uh, for one reason. <laughs> Could you at least hear like the uh, the Slayer testaments when you were in hell and stuff? No. Oh, any cutscene? Oh, really? I had no that, voices. Oh, I've never had part, s- those parts were my favorite. I might have had a bad download, but I mean, I had so much fun just like, I was like, this cutscene's gonna end, and I'm gonna kill what's in front of me. Dude, you need to go on YouTube and look <laughs> up the Slayer Testament and just like listen to the audio. It will give you like. Yeah. If it you have you stand next of... to it. Right? Yeah, it's it, it, the, made, uh... it made you stand there, and I didn't want to do that, so I just <laughs> walked away. <laughs> <laughs> I do hate that, how you gotta like stand there to listen to it. Mm-hmm. I, I think, well, yeah, in order to listen to it, you had to stand close to it. But I was able to, like, start it and kind of go away from oh, it yeah. and kind of still hear roll. it for a little yeah. while. Why is everything um, in Doom so gross? Because it's hell. No, no, I mean, like, in hell, dude. No, no, I get that. But I mean, like, the like those reactor things that you destroy. I can't remember the names of things to save my life. That's how much I was just into the killing of it. But, like, they have those... uh <laughs> Reactors where you walk up to them and you grab the heart out of it and just like crush it. Oh, the right. uh, gore nests. Yes, the gore nests. The like thr- writhing is like disgusting. I couldn't wait to destroy Dude, them they, just so they'd quit. They have to have suffering to make the uh, the bridge to hell. Oh my gosh, so much fun. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Sometimes I had to take a break and just be like, okay. I'm a good people. Oh yeah. I'm a good people. They're all demons. hundred percent. I, I had to, I would have to like take a break from it. I'm, I think I told Nate one time that I was, I had like 
a dream. I was dreaming all night after one time of playing of just like playing Doom, and it was like I was just filled with anxiety, and it was like a, a bad night of sleep for me the whole night. But I've I've had yeah. PTSD from playing Doom. When uh, I did the, like, uh, I forget what it's called. Oh, the Horde mode on Doom Eternal. And in Doom Eternal, there's a demon called an Arc Vial or an Arch Vial that, like, oh, I sum- hate those things. it summons other demons. It buffs them while it's alive. And uh, and when I say it buffs them, it Giga Chads them. And uh, <laughs> it has a flaming, like, wall shield that it spawns in front of it that just kills all of your incoming projectiles, so you have to hit it from the side. Oh, God. And it has so much health. It, it blocks BFG ammo, too. Yes. I And it, it I... It can also tank. Was like, if it's so not weak, it can, it can withstand it. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, and so at the end of the horde mode, it spawned, like, three of them, and there was, like... <laughs> I think like two tyrants on the field and like, oh, I don't think the tyrants are in the first are in 2016 either, but it was a bad day. Um, I beat it and I got the highest level, like the highest tier that you can do on my second try. So that was cool. But I also couldn't sleep that night <laughs> because I would close my eyes and just see my fists entering chest cavities. <laughs> I didn't have that issue. I played through the, the whole story in one sitting and then I spent the rest oh, of the dang. week coming back and picking up collectibles and all that. I accidentally discovered some speedrun tech. Because um, when I finished the game, I, I sat down and I was like, eh. They did a, a speedrun showcase at uh, Gameslum Quick, uh, the mm-hmm. one that just happened. I was like, I'll check that out. That looks pretty interesting. And that's when I realized that the uh, the health bar glitch that I found for the bosses um, is uh, like a legitimate speedrun tech thing they do. Oh, nice. What is yeah. what is that? So, so when you fire the BFG, it like murders things as it flies past it. Right. Well, if you hold Q to switch weapons as it's like murdering a boss, it just continues to tick its health bar down. Oh, okay. Cause really? I, yeah. So I, I fired it. Uh, I, I fired the BFG because I was getting ready to go into siege mode with the the, the Gauss cannon. Oh, the Gauss cannon's awesome. My favorite, um, and I was just gonna like wet, uh, like waste the the demon because when you hit it with the BSG, it like staggers it, or air quotes staggers it, and you can do more damage. So I fired it with the BFG. It got just close enough to like connect to the boss. This was the the, the cyber demon. Um, uh huh. And I I held Q to bring up the the the, the gun selector, and I I can never remember where the weapons are, even though I've put 30 hours into the game in the last week. <laughs> I still don't know where the weapons are on the wheel. Almost done so a full work, okay. weeks of worth of work on it. Still can't remember. <laughs> so I'm, I'm looking for the, 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 the Gauss cannon on the wheel, and then I realize that his health bar is just ticking down. Huh. Okay. And I died, because uh, I like to torture myself, so I played through the game on Nightmare. Um... Dang, respect. And I, I I spent the next like two hours trying to replicate it, what I did, and I figured out that it was the BFG. I didn't know why, but um, that was why. And then when I watched the speedrun, it's because the BFG does uh, dot damage based on your frame rate. 
So every frame, uh, it ticks. Um, so if it's flying past a big enemy and you have really high frames, it will do more damage. But when you pull up the, the gun wheel, the gun selector wheel, the game freezes, but the damage for the BFG doesn't. Does not. Oh, <laughs> crazy. So it'll That's just take away the whole health bar. So I've that. never actually fought the final boss. <laughs> I would have shot in the final boss. I had two you know, honestly, oh, playing on Nightmare, I, you know, I get it. Anything I could <laughs> do to get ahead. Anything I could do to get ahead. Totally. Yeah. It's not cheating. It's a viable strategy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. On, uh, on Hurt Me point, Plenty, yes. it's, like a, it's like a power trip. Just like an absolute, like tyrannical fantasy of punishment and then on nightmare it's like dark souls yeah so i, I pretty played much through the game on nightmare then i went back on i forget what the other ones are called but back on easy mode to get all the collectibles because i told you myself enough i have never felt so powerful going from <laughs> nightmare to the, the easy mode you were so prepared for those enemies to try and like just murder you and they just like you're just skipping through a flower field kind of yeah because well by that point i already had the, the the gauss cannon upgraded to the point where i could move around in siege mode and i had the unlimited ammo rune for having more than however much armor so it was just unlimited ammo siege mode gauss cannon running around there you go <laughs> i my first playthrough i would use the rocket on its like a uh, remote detonation mode and um I have since decided that's not at all the the way to play with it. It's the uh, I forget in Doom twenty sixteen what the other mod the, is, but the any, auto lock or whatever. Yeah. yeah, does it in Eternal? It like shoots like three rockets mm-hmm. at once. Does yeah, it same. do that in the first one? Same in twenty sixteen. Yeah, they're they're very different, but they're similar in a lot of ways. They they were pretty similar when I played. I thought. I didn't really see uh, too much of a difference. It's it it mostly, seemed to behave very similarly. My understanding was the weapons was mostly a reskin. Yeah, yeah. The um, I think oh, yeah. some of them function a lot better in Eternal, but there's a lot of twenty. I'll just cut to the chase and say I like Doom twenty sixteen a lot more than Doom Eternal, even though I think Doom Eternal has a lot more playability just because there's so much more you can do in it. Well it's eternal. Yeah. Yes. Also I, Oh go ahead. Oh I was just gonna say I, I would like to see like a some kind of port of just like the old missions to Doom Eternal. So like just bring the campaign from doom 2016 and put it in doom eternal and you just play it with doom eternal mechanics just for mm. like just for fun like um yeah. i don't know just because I, would... I like the mechanics of doom eternal better yeah oh yeah they're way better um you got so much movement the difference is you have like doom eternal doesn't really treat you with kid gloves like 2016 <laughs> does it's doom eternal's hard no matter what you play it on until you get good at, like, if you, like, my first playthrough, casual, was, like, kind of like what Hurt Me Plenty was like on Doom 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I got good, and now I, you know, I, I breezed through my second, or 
uh, third playthrough of Doom Eternal. But the collecting in Doom Eternal is also way cooler. You get like, there's like little Funko Pops everywhere that I loved. And you have like a room in your fortress where you like keep all your guitars and weapons and Funko Pops <laughs> of all these demons and stuff. So, which, so it's your ironically, house, but with I th- like lava around it. Yeah, exactly. It's actually in space, but... <laughs> Doesn't he have a spaceship this time around? <laughs> yeah, he has a spaceship. But, uh... Oh, good, he took his show I on think the road. The, <laughs> to my knowledge, the only Doom Funko Pop that Funko's made is uh, the Cyber Demon. And I, I feel like that's such a wasted opportunity. Yeah. Wait, serious? I'm pretty sure. Let's look it up. I gotta, I gotta find it, because yeah, I, I actually was like... Me. I want a yeah, Hell Knight. You know what? I'll look it up right now. Jordan just gave us something in the... Yeah, Jordan's doing actual stuff. I, oh, I haven't even looked through this yet, but it looks like there is okay. a There's decent variety. All the Doom There's Slayer six colors. six total figures. And the Cyber Demon. They, uh, the only demon they did is the Cyber Demon, and it doesn't even look like the Cyber Demon to it me. It doesn't. The summoner would have been no. an awesome Funko Pop. The summoner's probably my favorite. Oh yeah, the summoners are—they got the shaft in Doom Eternal. I I had completely forgotten about them, and so when I went back and played 2016 again, I was like, "Oh, what happened to these? These are like just story-wise, they're interesting." Yeah, the summoners yeah. are how I got my combat ratings <laughs> in uh, in 2016. Would you just use them to farm demons to kill, or? Yeah, pretty much. Um, I love the Doom Slayer's approach to everything. <laughs> needs a door Just open. Punch it in the face. Yeah, it needs a door open. Slaps his hand on there. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, go find the body that has the hand that you need and rip the arm off and just slap that across <laughs> it until it works. Also, that first upgrade um, sphere you get. What are they called? Like an Argent sphere. Yeah. Yeah, where the they're in the white box chest and it unlocks. Yeah, yeah. I like that he walks up to it and instead of like inspecting it and like, how do I use this? He just <laughs> crushes it. <laughs> he's like a baby, but instead of putting it in his mouth, he's like, "Can this be broken?" <laughs> yes. Oh right. my gosh! Everything in this entire game is like, like he's just stress testing. Like, can the technology stand up to the Doom Slayer? How how do you guys how did you guys feel about the passive aggressive uh the doom holograms that would come up at the all the UAC places Remember they w- demon can be considered a slur we prefer mortally challenged <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wait do they talk fantastic Yes Sam. Yes, they, they're Sam. like they're all like super passive aggressive and and like really funny too. Like no, yeah, they would just flash up and be there for a second and then disappear. I was like, well, that's a stupid thing they added. <laughs> See Jessica and HR. Yes, it's I think like, I got a yeah, bad like, download and I missed a lot of good game. I, that that was the comic relief of the game, pretty much, was like little mm. things like that. No wonder my gameplay was and so serious. I loved it personally. They get like as the game progresses, it gets more and more sinister too. Where oh, it has, like, eventually, she's like yelling at you, and she's like, 
can't you guys just kill this fucker already or something? (laughs) I swear to God, she says that one time. Probably not the F word, but I felt it. I don't think Doom has any swearing in it. Because it has barely any talking in it. Haven't you heard what I've been saying this whole time? (laughs) Yeah, I think there's a... For all the cutscenes, I think there's a combined, like, 15 minutes or something like that. It's a great Christian game. It has all of the all of the violence that you can stomach, and then no sex or swearing. It's that's true. Actually, there isn't any swearing really. They they just say words like idiot. The top Christian franchises: Veggie Tales, Bible Man, Doom. <laughs> we, we need a Veggie Tales Doom now. Like I I want to see oh, a Veggie Tales. Larry Doom, as like, the Doom Slayer. Larry the Doom Slayer. He doesn't yes. say a word. The one episode, Larry, and it doesn't talk. Oh, you're right. Larry <laughs> couldn't be the Doom Slayer then. I don't know. I think it'd be funnier if he was. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, man. Like, I feel like po- possibly Doom shouldn't uh, be as much of a part of my spirituality as it is, but it is. <laughs> like, <laughs> It's a big part of your theology. For me, it's like homeless people. Like when I was younger, I used to like be very like generous and would try to help people out. And uh, over the years, I've decided that that's not something I enjoy. But uh, you started murdering demons uh, all over the place. Yeah, home. Well, I've started murdering homeless people um, the way Doom taught me, just like the <laughs> Call of Mine kids. Keeping Flagstaff clean. No. <laughs> Get back no, on the yeah, train. Exactly. Well, dude, there's so many. We, they're we, everywhere. They're ruining the whole city. And now they're not a problem. We have to clean up the city. We can clean up. And now but they're no. not a problem. He says casually without explaining how. <laughs> but no. Um, there were homeless? No. Now there's not. You're welcome. No, but like but, if it's something like I really don't want to do, like there was a homeless lady I bought like lunch one day. And it's like I so do not want to talk to her. And it's like how do you kill demons in real life and it's like you go help people and so i just pretend i'm murdering demons while i buy homeless people food you walk up in now, front of her and, and crush the burgers because we don't eat things we yeah. just crush them <laughs> for nutrients i i think what you said when you were telling me that story date was something along the lines of like that person has real demons and you wanted to like help help them kill that demon in a way and yeah so you were trying to find a way to do that yeah well in in real life it's like how do you kill the demons by helping people or by doing what's right like no matter how much you don't want to and i'm not saying like i'm super pious and i'm like going to like save like my city and like everyone's gonna get off drugs and i'm going to like invite them into my house and feed and shelter them and everything but at the threat of a super shotgun Right. <laughs> well, the Lord helps those that won't help themselves. <laughs> click, click. It's like, you're going to take this food. You're going to like it. <laughs> Come to my church. <laughs> I don't know if any of that makes any sense. It does. You're going to come and, to my and church and you're going to have a spiritual encounter. You know, until they introduce the super shocker. <laughs> It made sense. Right. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I had clarity in that moment. <laughs> right up until the abducting people. It was a really profound statement. Was it the, the shotgun or the super <clears throat> shotgun that in Doom Eternal they turned into like uh, a hookshot? 
Oh, the meat hook? Yeah. Dude, that's that's the super oh. shoddy. And it is okay. unfair. The meat hook, when you get it to catch things on fire, oh my gosh. It's... I don't know. When you when you play at a higher difficulty, I guess it makes it balances out. But I remember once I got to that point, I was using it all the time. It was the my song, go-to. The song "Meat Hook" is a does a good job of <clears> capturing <throat> what it feels like to meat hook something in the face. So what you do is it's it's a grappling hook attached to the super shotgun. So this is probably a little less realistic, but. It, uh, <laughs> I've not, I haven't seen a shotgun in real life that does this yet, but you, uh, yet. you could just fly. You, yeah, yet. Um, you like, you hook the demon you want and you just get whipped straight up to him so that you can just blast the super shotgun point blank. And it is, uh, it's glorious. And it catches them on fire, which in Doom Eternal gives you armor. Nice. Yeah. I think, All right. I think one of the coolest things about Doom, the new 2016 Doom, new Doom, Doom 2016 and Doom 1993, is that in Doom 1993, you're literally just a dude that gets stuck in hell. <laughs> yeah. So the shotgun is all the guns are just like normal actual guns, and you're just a dude stuck in hell. And then now, all the way up to the 2016 Doom, you're like a berserker in space who was summoned through a science satanic ritual or not even satanic just a summoning ritual and now you're just like mowing through mars demons hell i feel curious to ask how far did you get in the game since you didn't finish it i have no idea how to answer that question i had a lot of guns and a lot of kills okay yeah. So close close to the end probably. It's close, also close he end. also can't tell us like what's going on story wise <laughs> because he can't no, hear any of it. Yeah, no audio. <laughs> okay, so the evil doctor like, lady are you has going... talked to me through uh, several windows and left through several doors and I have chased her down several <laughs> times. Honestly, you... I, there was more questions than answers in Doom 2016. Oh, oh yeah. It, there I... still is in Doom Eternal, but Go ahead, Nate. Have you gotten the BFG yet? No, I have not. <gasps> oh, the best is yet to come, friend. Okay. Yeah. Just get the BFG. Like, you don't even have to beat the game. Just, 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 the BFG just go that go on a little bit rampage. farther. It'll be worth it. Like, just, just get it and then, and then use it a couple times. And then that, that's all you need in life. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be re on every cutscene I've gotten to. I've been waiting for them to like start talking and like give me some story. Ironically, the BF like there while there's no like swearing in Doom, the BFG is like that. It's an acronym, <laughs> and the F stands for what you think it would stand. Big for. friendly giant, right? But, right, but I don't think that it's ever explicitly. Wait, what does it game. stand for? What does it stand for? Big fucking gun. Okay, I wanted I wanted to make sure because I was pretty sure about that, but I was yeah. Big crap. That's what grandma. that's what my wife was like. Is this is this what that means? And I was like, I I think so. Uh, oh, that's no. something so, I wanted to ask. Is oh, technically technically it stands for bioforce gun. Oh, that that's like the the, the <laughs> correct way of saying. It. But it, right. it's big fucking gun. Like it, that's that's what it's always been. But have you? The, the, they they do say that in the. Uh, in the first movie they made with the rock yeah and they, like they like come up to it they find it in the 
UAC facility or whatever, and they're like, mm-hmm. the scientists call it the Bioforce gun or whatever, but we call it. They they, they actually do say yeah. it in the movie. Yeah, that that that's their little nod to that. Yeah, but uh, also, can I spoil the the movie? For you guys? Oh sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. It's not good. But something that's really interesting about it is, uh, it looks like The Rock is the main character from all the marketing and all that. And the movie kind of does a little bit of a psych out with it. Um, he obviously wasn't what he is now. So it, at the time, it probably wasn't that big of a shock. But to me, like watching it, and I think I saw it in twenty twenty one or something like that. And uh, so Carl Urban of uh, the boys and. He played Aomer in Lord of the Rings. He's the main character, and The Rock actually ends up becoming the main villain Ooh. of the movie. Oh. <laughs> Shots fired. This is before The Rock had the no-lose in his contract. Well, he doesn't lose. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. He does. <laughs> okay. Barely. It was, <laughs> a, it was a rough fight for Carl Urban. But, yeah. It's worth seeing just for that, because you never get to see The Rock be a bad guy. Did uh, any of your women folk watch you play Doom? Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh, I made my wife play. Oh, what was that? Hang on, we need to hear about that. Oh, yeah. she. <laughs> so she uh, hated it, but she pushed through. <laughs> Why'd um, she hate it? She said she was like, she felt like she was like gonna throw up. So I mean, p- partly because of like having to move so fast, like she just. She just doesn't play like first person shooters like really at all. She she played Destiny a little bit, but Destiny's like way laid back compared to like how fast and intense Doom gets. Yeah. And so that was making her dizzy, but also like definitely like all the gross stuff. Like she'd be like cringing like mm-hmm. you know, at, at everything, just like oh bleh, you know, and so it was it was fun to watch. Like I'd get frustrated though because I'm I'm trying to explain like like all these mechanics of like oh you need to throw you know the the frost grenade or whatever and then light them on fire and and then and then shoot him with this and the, and she she would just go in there with with the uh, oh my gosh was it the Gauss cannon or. I can't remember. Eternal, it's the ballista. Yeah. And she would just, like, just, like, just fire away. Just be like, ah! And everything running around, like, (laughs) until she died. And it it was pretty fun to watch. She actually got a little bit better. I I also made my oldest daughter play. She's, she is 10 now. And, uh... But very mature <laughs> she didn't cringe age. at all. She didn't cringe at all. She was just oh, like, no. of course not. No, she <laughs> she handled it like a champ. And that then... might be something to keep an eye on, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Check the neighborhood for I know, uh, right? cats being mutilated. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Um, <laughs> Don't let her shoot up the school. <laughs> I made my. <laughs> No, my, my daughter handled it like a champ. And what were you going to say, Ollie? Oh, um, I was going to say uh, my wife doesn't care about watching me play computer games. If I played on um, a console, she would have watched and probably would have enjoyed it. 
Um, she wouldn't have played, though. She's definitely a Pokemon and Animal Crossing kind of gamer. <laughs> yeah, um, so is my wife. Yeah. So is my wife, like um, 100%. But that reminded me that I could have made her watch because I have VR Do for the PS4 oh, and the PSVR. Nice. And I totally forgot about having VR Doom until literally just now. Oh, I didn't <laughs> know that that was a thing. And I oh, yeah, it's it. awful. It's awful. Absolutely I bet awful. It, does it make your brain want to throw up? Uh, yeah, and it also... That, that would make me puke. Um, if you do it on the computer, because you've got the two hands, you, you have to, like, with two different guns, like, you have, like, a gun in one hand, like, a grenade in the other. And like they are totally independent of each other. Oh gosh. Okay. So now, so now every get every gun is one handable. <laughs> <laughs> it's. Uh, I'm looking at it on Steam right now. It's got mixed reviews all around. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds amazing and also kind of like a lot. Doom's too like fast. It sounds it. like something you make your buddy play after he gets drunk. <laughs> uh, yeah, too fast and then, you, the game and then you just you play in our on arcade mode and you just see how long you can go before throwing up not dying you just right. how long you can go before throwing up or, or before you put your fists through the walls yeah I, <laughs> right I, I put sam into, into the playstation vr before he did not make it very far yeah no i wanted i wanted to love oh, vr man. vr didn't love me though um, so Doom was a real shock for me, like starting up playing it though, because I've I play a lot of The Last of Us, and then I've been playing a lot of Hogwarts Legacy. And Hogwarts Legacy, you can play it like The Last of Us. So I do a lot of sneaking and like, mm. all right, so what am I gonna do to get through this mission? Like a lot of strategizing. And then I got into Doom, and it's just like, all right, there's no sprint button. You just sort of run through it and hope. No, and Doom things hide from you. Yeah. It's 60,000 yeah. demons trapped in a room with you, not the other way around. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously, I was actually telling my wife that while she's playing. I was like, because she was running away from everything. I'm like, <laughs> no, they are afraid of you. You are the hunter. They are your prey. You know, like you have to have that mentality. I to don't get think through hunter it. and prey is the right relationship. I don't think it's quite brutal enough. You could do hunter and <laughs> it's it's worse than that. No. Yeah, it, it's just a massacre. You're here you're here to make hell hell for them. They're the cattle and you are you are the entire slaughterhouse. I uh I became pretty desensitized to the violence pretty quick <laughs> until my little sister came over and watched me play, going back to oh. the, the wife thing. And I was like I looked over at her and I was like I realize this is a weird way to relax, but uh, I was telling a friend this, and he was like, he was laughing. He was like, yeah, my girlfriend came and watched me play, and she was just giving me this look, and I was like, they're demons. I, I'm I'm normal. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm the good guy. I I'm was the good the guy hero. here. <laughs> Give me that thing, Skull Rook. <laughs> I'm the good guy. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm the good person here. They're the demons. <laughs> Another thing that 2016 does better than Eternal is uh, the story like unfolds as you play, and like when you wake up as the Doom Slayer, you have no idea where you are. You just grab a gun and start killing stuff. True. Whereas in right. Eternal, like 
everyone, including the Slayer, knows what's going on, but they kept it like in 2016, where you as the player have no idea what the hell anyone's talking about. And yeah. it's so confusing. I can't they, wait to know. And they hear still that story. don't explain it. They, they, yeah, well, that's the thing. It's like, even throughout the game, they don't explain the gap between Doom 2016 and Doom Eternal. Like, it's, it's kind of assumed. But not fully explained. Because the Doom Slayer no. doesn't care about the past. That was murder then. This is murder now. <laughs> <laughs> um, There's a lot of stuff Im- implied too, like stuff that, like they talked about you going to other worlds and stuff and killing their demons. Well, like the to- whole, yeah, the whole rate at the end of 2016, they introduced like the wraiths and all that, and you're like, and they're important. Like the demons are using them for like. To make argent or something like that, and then in eternal, right. it's like, so what are those those race things? It's like, oh yeah, that's a thing. It's like, what about it? And it's like, they make planets, and you're like, so they're like something to do with the makers. It's like, no, stop asking questions about the rates. We're done with that now. <laughs> it's like you just told me it was a thing. It's like, yeah, it was. Now we're going to this murder <laughs> like, past, yeah. murder I, present. We're currently I, in murder present. I don't understand. This world, and then the whole the ancient gods makes it so confusing. With like, so the father made everything. It's like, yeah, it's like, and including the dark lord. No, it's like, what? The dark lord made everything. Hell is where all creation began. You're like, I thought it was Earth. What's going on here? Oh man, (laughs) stop changing the lore. If you're confused now, just wait till you meet the ghost of murder future. You are um, the ghost of murder future. Oh, <laughs> maybe the maybe the murder was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> uh, can oh. we talk mechanics for a bit? Go for it. Yeah. Hell so yeah. an internal combustion engine works on the basis of an air pump. <laughs> mechanics, um, not the car kind. Um, <laughs> I just, I, I always wanted to get you guys' opinions in, on, like, the, the runes and the trials and all that. Um, mm. So, like, which ones you enjoyed, which trials were a pain in the ass, all that kind of stuff. Oh, having just come off of Doom Eternal, like, mm. I'm having a hard time actually remembering stuff from Doom 2016 a little bit, but, um... I think that the the trials the hardest one I remember like the the one I I remember the most is the one where you're trying to like earn the the perk for the uh the the super shotgun I think mm-hmm. Or uh, that might have been the one where you have to like what are they? The Doom Knights or something? And or not the the Hell Knights? You had to like do it in midair. Do you remember that one? You have oh. to do it while you're in the air and kill them like in midair or something. Yeah, you have to get like midair glory kills. And that, that's that's I think yeah. that's what it was. Yeah. That one. That one was a pain. The the one that I struggled with the most was I don't remember what what the which rune it was for, but it was basically just a bunch of imps everywhere. And mm. you had to kill 15 of them before time ran out. It gave you like a minute and a half to do it, which is like yeah. for a trial. 
But no, you can that, only move I remember that for one three now. seconds after you got a kill. Mm-hmm. And so there was time I had to do it like four times because I kept getting stuck in like a corner. And imps don't find you. Imps hide from you. <laughs> yeah, they they like jump around. They yeah. they jump from you, and you're just so like, I, "God, I wake come back here." I would just get stuck with like no imps nearby to give me movement again. <laughs> I have a I have a lot of respect for the imps just because of all the demons. They're like they'll kind of play it a little bit smart, and they're also so weak, but they'll still come for your neck. <laughs> the imps are the only. Demon they they seem to get more aggressive the less health you have. Uh-huh. I don't know yeah. if that's just me, but that's what it felt like. And I was like, because the damn, fear like, is taking you. Come you. From? <laughs> I feel like I got killed Maybe. by imps more than any other demon. Like they're they're vicious right. little things. For me, it was pinky yeah, that killed me the most. Oh, the pinkies are in 2016. The pinkies are stout. <laughs> well, that's when I you can't jump de- over them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not just that, but you you can just kill him with a blood punch in in Doom Eternal. I don't think you can in 2016. Blood I don't punch think is blood punch is a game. 2016. Yeah, yeah. Eternal gives you like so much more mechanics. To, like you have a double jump, you can boost out of the way and all that kind of stuff. You you have this blood punch, you have a flame belch, you have frost grenades, all this crazy stuff that you can. Kind of but you have to blood. use it. You like the game will force you to use it. It, so, it will punish you so hard for not using. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Doom uh, twenty sixteen does have a double jump, but even with the double jump, you can't get over the pinkies. Oh, that's right. Yeah, really, the yeah. only way to, to kill them efficiently is a rocket like behind them. Mm-hmm. Just something. Yeah, the pinkies in yeah in twenty sixteen are they yeah. they take out so much of your health too, and so much of your ammo, and they. They run just like ten feet farther than you think they will. <laughs> yep, every time. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, Bad death perception. Yeah. Uh, that, but, I feel like they were dumber in 2016. Like they were, like you could kind of like trick them into running into walls easier. Whereas, mm-hmm. like in Doom Eternal, I felt like they were a little bit, like they could stay on aim a little bit better just like a little bit because i remember them being pretty easy to avoid can we talk about the fact that the pinkies randomly became invisible and that was just a thing going forward right no No explanation explanation. just like oh now they're invisible now they're invisible (laughs) there's a there's a codex that explains that as with many of the demons the (laughs) uac was trying to like study and weaponize them and we're like could we get these to turn invisible and turns out they could hmm. why they were so busy they asking if they know. can but they, they never thought to ask if they should that's like the entirety <laughs> of doom <laughs> yep. yeah doom and jurassic park yeah, they got a lot going on i remember my first playthrough though being like what are these <laughs> So I first ran into the invisible pinkies in one of the rune trials, and I was just like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> and then dude. they were just suddenly in the game. Yeah. Dude, there's a rune trial. Um, I forget what, what it was called or all that, but you had to kill, like, demons with exploding barrels. Mm-hmm. And uh, you had so little time yeah. to do it, and they would just, you only had one health. Like, you were a one-shot and you were dead. 
and I yeah. I stood there dying over and over again, and I was like getting to the point of tears where I was like, "Why is this so hard?" And then I bumped the left stick on my controller and realized that I had the ability to move that entire time, <laughs> 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 and I didn't realize. It. Nice. <laughs> I was like, "They always get me before <laughs> I can kill them." Turns out you could dodge the whole time, and it. And after I figured that out, it was so easy, it felt insulting. <laughs> I was going to say, I remember that. I, got, I, I didn't do that one for long. It was like a, a one try and I was out of there. Yeah. I went from going like, how in the world is anyone supposed to beat this to? They really could have made that way more challenging if they wanted. That was like oh, too easy. God. I feel like a lot of the trials could have been uh, more challenging. That one made me wonder if the whole challenge was to see if they could find people that were stupid enough to not to just assume that they weren't allowed to move. And they did. Well, so. And they did. So it gives you the shotgun, which implies close range, but you have to kill them with the barrels. Mm -hmm. So I think that was the whole challenge, but I learned early on that the barrels explode with the shotgun from quite the distance. Yeah. <laughs> you just have to nick much. them. You don't have to actually like hit them with any force. You know, one thing we haven't really talked about in depth is the music. How did Which we go this usually... long without talking about the music? <laughs> because it needs, doesn't need to be hook. talked about. It just needs to be experienced and enjoyed. Honestly, Polar Bear, please it, tell me you I, can hear the music. Honestly, I, I can hear music. <laughs> like, okay. I can hear yeah, music. there's no voices. I could hear or music. Death and music. That's all I can hear. <laughs> hey, I made my game like that. I turned <laughs> off all the... <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, I I already know Nate does, but do you guys actually listen to the soundtrack outside of the game, or uh, have any of the songs? I saved? haven't yet, but I think that's because I think I would like try to flip a trailer over some or something and hurt myself. I right. have several of the songs in my liked songs on Spotify. <laughs> Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Um, Vega being my favorite by far. Uh, there's not a bad it's, song uh, the, in Doom. Mm -hmm. Really? Oh, they're all great, but I like Vega because it's that's like the the, the dubstepy metal one. Yeah, know. I'm gonna. My problem is I don't remember. I'm normally like really good with song names, and like there was a long period in my life where I couldn't listen to a song until I knew the name and the artist. Like, I I just couldn't enjoy it until like it's it was almost like kind of an OCD kind of like tick. It like sounds. DJ and me was like, I need to find this later if I need it. It sounds incredibly neat. <laughs> yeah, um, that is not a that is not a problem I have with the Doom music. I'm I'm always like, how does Rip and Tear go? I don't know. I just remember that I like it. So the only reason I can tell Vega apart from the rest of them is because that's the only one. If I remember, that's the only one that has like the the whole. Um, like dubstep aspect to it, or technically aspect hmm. to it. I think like so. When Mick Gordon was tasked with making it, they told him he wasn't allowed to use any guitar. Yes, I've in it. This. So he he built like a a machine that became like what he calls the like main instrument for Doom. And it was like just a bunch of compressors and like um like sub frequencies sent through them, and then when they'd hit the, all these different compressors and distortion pedals and stuff. They'd just do like kind of crazy things and he would play around with that. So I almost kind of feel like 
the whole thing has like a little bit of a dub. I don't know. Metal and dubstep are a lot closer in my brain than they are in most people's. I think. No, I think so. So I kind of. I mean, I kind of hear the whole thing as like a metal step album. The whole Doom soundtrack yeah. is like hectic. <laughs> like, there's no sitting still. It. Listening to the music for Doom would be like sitting, like drinking a monster after you haven't had one for like six months on a road trip, just like twitchy. Like now I'm tired fast. Mm. Like you have to get up and do something, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I kind of see what you're saying. I, oh, I agree. It's, it's uh, super energetic for sure. I'm listening to Vega core now and it's like, yeah, always right. That like bases. It, 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 I, I know what you're saying about the whole thing having like the, the whole metal step by, but it, it just takes it like one step further. It advanced to love. It has that. Uh, it has the love. Yeah, mm. there's like that clicky, like kind of synthy sound on the top end of it too. See, I need to listen to the soundtrack way more, and like I've never actually listened to the whole thing all the way through because it is like two hours long. <laughs> Yeah, but like it's worth it. <laughs> but like it a fun two it's, hours. I well, it's fun to put in a playlist. Like if you make a playlist for yourself, like to work out or something, and then just have it like come on, you know. Mm. Uh, like I know it's Doom. Like every time it comes on, like um, so I made a a war on gravity influences playlist i'm pretty sure i sent sent it to you Nate. yeah you sent it to me and i uh, looked through it but i haven't listened to it because i don't have apple music anymore but it's it's 100 percent on the, like all the tracks ex except i think i might have left out the the uh testaments or whatever um yeah the slayer i think i might I, they might be in there i don't know you might like if you listen to it, it might be it might be in there. As but long as Dogma's in there, it's pretty much got it covered. Yeah, I think if I went to the but gym and listened to the Doom soundtrack, I think that I would instead of running on the treadmill, would be like bench pressing the treadmill while running. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um. Hell yeah. I want to say it's. There's some really cool stuff that he did with the soundtrack. Like, uh, I, I think it's in BFG division. There's like a kind of grindy sound. And uh, I know that he used the chainsaw sound from the uh, original Doom as like one of the instruments in the game. And then there was one where like his neighbor was mowing the lawn and he recorded the sound of the lawnmower and like pitched it up and like put it in there somewhere. Yeah, we, we gotta do stuff like that, like for sound design. We gotta get creative. I was thinking about that the other day. The, but that's uh, a, a separate note. Yeah, I have an idea for the club song, but <laughs> we'll hijack this whole podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah. I was, so I got curious today and I wanted to research like how to actually find the Doom Eternal soundtrack. I don't know if you guys heard about the drama for Doom Eternal or not. 
I heard about the but Doom soundtrack. I didn't know there was drama to be had at all. Dish. Oh, what was the drama for the Doom soundtrack? I don't know that one. Well, it's it's mainly for Doom Eternal, so everything for Doom 2016 was fine. But then, like a lot of so a lot of the stuff got reused from Doom 2016, um, for Doom Eternal. Um, uh, yeah, all the all the really great stuff, and uh, and then so I did research, and y you can actually find the original soundtrack if you. Uh, like it, so there's re-uploads of it for people who bought the collector's edition, which came with like a helmet and like a I don't know a bunch of cool stuff. It came and it came with the original soundtrack, which also comes with all all of it, like pretty much all of the music audio files in Doom Eternal. And yeah, I know you guys haven't played it yet, but you can actually go around and collect like a bunch of different music from the the older games and uh from other just like it's a, games too like yeah and cap commander keen or whatever it's oh, called. Cool. yeah and it's all i'm pretty sure all of that's on on there it's like something like 59 tracks on it wow and but you can only get it if you buy the collector's edition you actually cannot find the OST or the OGST for Doom Eternal, um, like they don't have it on Spotify, they don't have it on Apple Music. You can find some of the tracks. They have like certain select tracks that you can find on Spotify and Apple Music and other places. Um, and YouTube then people is have a good place. Yeah. YouTube has a lot of it. A oh, lot of it's just reuploads. Well, part of that is because. I think they're still going through legal things with Mick Gordon because um, I, I think it was in 2020 they were you know they they faced a crisis and were was they were worried that they were going to have to either like delay the project or whatever instead they decided to rush everything and they told Mick Gordon, like, hey, we got everything we need from you. Um, and uh, we're just going to pay you for everything you sent to us. Thank you. Goodbye. And thanks for all your hard work. See you later. But not really. Yeah. And he didn't even have, like, the, f the finalized versions of the, the, the new music he did. Um... There was also a bunch of like choir stuff that was just not mixed correctly, uh, but like, I'll I'll have to send you guys a link to Ooh, like an article Sam. that kind of details it. What's but go ahead, you Nate. know, you know, uh, Lizzie Ray, I think that's her name from uh, the anchor. Lizzie Ray from the anchor. Remember the anchor? No. That one band we send each other like a song once a year from. Oh, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, she's uh, she's one of the uh, choir vocalists on Doom Eternal. Hey, the deep cuts. Oh, cool. Yep. Nice. But uh, the I think, I mean, it in my opinion, it shows. I have a friend who disagrees with me pretty strongly on this one, but. 
the music in Doom Eternal just never kicks in for me. Like, it never hits. Oh. I have to, like, actively, like, listen for it. Whereas, like, in 2016, like, I remember just, like, my heart rate yeah. would, like, start racing because it's, like, the soundtrack yeah. is incredible. I mean, when the music it, drops it, in Doom 2016... It, I felt like it hit harder in Doom 2016 for sure. Like, I felt like it just overall it was mixed better for one. And then... Um, it, I, I think part of it too was even turning down everything else and just like leaving the music up loud doesn't do it for me because like you said it's just not mixed right yeah like it, it's it's mixed okay like you, it gets the job done but the, uh, it, it doesn't it just doesn't compare I think uh, I'll, see here's the thing is a lot of the music in there is still Mick Gordon even right. some of the stuff that doesn't hit as hard. It's some of that newer stuff. And so I I even think that Mick did a better job on Doom 2016. 100%. Um But Agreed. there are some so I I actually went on YouTube and listened to some of the tracks individually and some of them do hit pretty good like and it, the only thing they fear is you is awesome. <laughs> Meat Hook yeah. is awesome. <clears throat> yeah, meat, the, meat Hook Meat Hook is really good. The Erdak song is, is really boring, but in the context of the game, it adds a ton of atmosphere. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, like, a... Song. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was actually saying. just thinking about that, too, because I, I just... Well, I just played that part, and I was... I remember listening to it thinking like oh i gotta figure out how to like sample that or replicate it it would be really cool yeah it gives the the vibe of like a a world that's supposed to be paradise but is in like reality kind of like a purgatory like it's just dead and i think that song yeah. like conveys it perfectly it's like almost angelic singing but it's really ugly and haunting Yeah. And of course the menu music. <laughs> menu music is important. I feel it's neglected often, but very important. Yeah. Like Halo, iconic. Mm. Right. I I don't know. And Nate, have you seen the uh the newer like themes and skin stuff for Doom Eternal? Like just for this last month? No, uh-uh. I'm, uh... <laughs> so... <laughs> this is, like, a total kind of, like, side jump, but it's still Doom-related. Is, uh... So, you can get a... Um... For the Mancubus, you can get a skin that makes him look like he's in a hot dog suit with... With oh, okay. sunglasses. <laughs> and... So... <laughs> so... I'm playing uh, Mighty Doom on my phone, which makes me feel kind of sick because it's a mobile game <laughs> and I'm like deep in the grind and I hate mobile gaming. I hate people who are addicted to mobile gaming. I don't hate them, but they're lesser. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and now I'm one of them. Um, but so I, I'm grinding Mighty Doom pretty hard and they did like the uh, Slaycation. For season three, Slaycation. and that was the hot doggybus was like the uh, oh, this is like yeah. the official, the game. final, yeah, 
And uh, now they have Oh Slay Can You See, and it's patriotic AF, and I love it. <laughs> um, so, here on the show, whatever we talk about, we always give our opinion, good, bad, or ugly, but in the end, we always sum it up with a 1 through 10 scale. One being, it was horrific, garbage, it belongs with the demons that you fought the whole time. Ten being greatest game ever. Get somebody get me a shotgun. Let's see. I'll I'll go first on this one. Um, I'm gonna give it sixteen. Huh? Yeah. Just for just just for twenty sixteen. That's fair. That's fair. For for twenty sixteen, I would say. It's a solid like nine point five out of ten. Nice. Because like I I honestly went into it having like no expectation. I can't really compare it to like any other game. It stands alone in its mm. own like category in my opinion. So it was like it did the job. The only point the reason why it's on a point five is because I felt like I like knowing context around things a little bit more, and I don't know. It, it I feel like some of that could have been fleshed out a little bit better, but yeah, they could have put dialogue pretty, in pretty it. Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> it feels more like user error, but yeah. Uh, Ollie, what would you give it out of ten? Uh. Mine's not going to be a 9.5. Um, I probably gave it closer to like a 7 or an 8. Not because I didn't enjoy the game, but because it's. I played it last week, and it's been out for, what, seven, seven years now? So all of the, the infamy and the perfectness of it has been talked about for seven years now. And I just, I don't know. I expected a little more. It was still mm. a great game. Mechanics were smooth. Not on the hype stuff. train. I'm usually a story whore. I love me some like JRPGs with that convoluted stories mm-hmm. and all that. So, but uh, I I quickly bought into the whole story doesn't matter as much. Like the when in the very beginning when he like pushes away the info screen of like this is what's happening on the the planet you're currently on, and he just like <laughs> grabs a gun and runs out the door. I'm like okay, so like I really shouldn't care about this too much. Um, yeah i I just kind of agree with that that is the thing is like if it won't really change your experience if you decide that you just don't care about any of it but for those of us who do want it there's the codexes so if you like to read and read you will have to it's a very dark storytelling yeah the game's not really gonna give it to you it's just like all right this lady's back at some point you're gonna try to shoot her i guess I did read some of the codexes of the monsters specifically to figure out the like the most efficient way to kill them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, it does like, matter. To terminate your enemy, some of the co- you must know your yeah. enemy. Well, some of the codexes will give you like weaknesses or like stuff that the UAC mm-hmm. figured out during testing and all that kind of stuff. And probably that, tell that you helps. that the plasma rifle will go through the plasma shield. It told me that yeah. the pinkies yeah. are weak on that. It told me that the pinkies have a weak ass. Um, <laughs> They're not power bottoms. Me, on my first playthrough, it took me a, a while to figure out that they weren't power uh, bottoms. 
and yeah. uh, Finger they're really hole. hard to kill any other way. Yeah, it, it'll take like the entirety of at least one gun's worth of ammo to kill it if you're just shooting it in the face. <laughs> yeah. yeah, easily. Oh yeah. Uh, I'll go next. I I'm going to give Doom the 2016 version of Doom uh, seven. Because I've had a lot of fun. I think once I figure out why I don't have sound in the story cutscenes, it'll be a lot better. But just like, it's not going to be my favorite game of all time. But if I'm ever in a mood to just murder some stuff and not care about consequences because there's nothing there that's not... If it moves, you kill it. And I like that. Yeah, that's that's about where I'm at with it. I, I am going to be picking up Doom Eternal to play through that. So it was at least good enough to get me to buy the sequel. <laughs> That's pretty good. NATO, give us our closing oh, thoughts. I want to give it a 10, but I I know deep down in my brain that it's more like a 9. Um, there's things that could be done better, and then Doom Eternal does that, does some things better, and then Doom Eternal does other things not quite as good, so... I said we're only doing 2016, but I feel like they're both kind of a 9. If we could just... Get the best of both games together. That's a 10 out of 10 perfect masterpiece <laughs> of a game for me. No, yeah, I agree. Oh, well, man. They, still, they still need to, I think, polish the context of the story a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, but then again, that, that is kind of like nuanced depending on the player. You know, The Ancient Gods maybe ends on a cliffhanger it's kind of hard to tell it's like so are we just dead (laughs) now or (laughs) oh man uh well the average uh rating that we gave it out here on bear attack is 8.3 out of 10 there you go i'm all right with it i I feel like that's fairly accurate doom i'll still sleep tonight doom doom holds up to the hype yeah it's a good game Anyways, everybody, thanks for listening to this episode. Uh, if you have thoughts on Dooms, hit us up on social media. You can find us on Instagram. I think we have a Facebook that we never really check anymore. Um, or True. you can email us. Um, and all of that is in, uh, I think it's all in our Spotify thing. Yeah. If you're listening to us on a thing, all of our stuff should be in there. I want to know what's your favorite <laughs> Doom gun and why. Yes. Oh. Um, so leave us a five star oh. review wherever you can, and tell us your favorite Doom gun and why. And if you don't, ha- if you never played Doom and don't have a favorite Doom gun, why did you listen to this whole episode to this point? Go play Doom. The pistol to... you start off with in 2016. I that they got rid of in Doom Eternal. <laughs> I don't want to know which guns. I just want to know why. Don't tell me what gun. Just say the why. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Let us guess. Yeah, let's do that. Without telling us your favorite gun, tell us why it's your favorite gun. Right. Uh, my favorite gun is the one that doesn't have a name, it's just an acronym. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, do it, Are we going to do what are we loving? I think we should. Before we send everyone off. Um, All right. So, boys, every uh, at the end of every episode, we do... Uh, uh, we just say something that we're loving. For instance, I just got um, these uh, hot mustard Doritos. And I was like, is it like honey mustard flavored Doritos? 
And the answer is yes. <laughs> and if it, if, if Doom was a Dorito flavor, it is the hot mustard one. It is just like it. It scorches your mm. taste buds. It's all the. Fl- it's like a warhead in a chip form. Just because they were like, how much mustard flavor can we get on every <laughs> microscopic? The answer was all of it. It is surface of this chip. It's insane. Okay. But I love it. Uh, can I go next? Yeah, mm. Ollie, hit it. Go for it. I am currently loving... Um, I, I've been on a huge... Uh, God, I hate that this might actually count as retro games. Not quite, but almost. Um, uh, PS Vita kick lately. Oh. I uh, actually the un- have it, I have it in arm's reach. <laughs> yeah, that thing that thing didn't did not move units. It was uh, uh, kind of a, a sleeper hit. Ollie's and, the only one I know that has one. And because of that, the games are expensive. Ooh. Um, like there's. I bet. Yeah. This lovely game. That nobody has ever heard of, I bet. Soul Sacrifice? Any? No? Yeah. It's a Vita only game. I don't think so. It's from a developer that. That's from Havoc. Okay, that makes a little more sense. But. Um, Havoc's. Yeah. Yeah, Havoc's definitely further down there these days, is, is my understanding. It's they were. Kind of, uh, like, they made great games back in the day, though. I feel like. Mm-hmm. There's a key word in that sentence, right? Or a key phrase. <laughs> um, back but in it's the day. still. It's still like a twenty dollar game, and it's just like I love it. It's fantastic. I'm definitely gonna mod it and try and play some Doom games on it now. Thanks <laughs> for the new addiction. Heck yeah! Um, Heck yeah! <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah. That's cool. Jordan, what are you loving? Um, shoot, what am I loving right now? Um, I don't know. I really love, I think Nate can join me on this, but I've been loving these Angry Orchards for a little oh while now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, Angry Orchards are dangerous. The whole reason we're starting a band is to see if we can get sponsored by Angry Orchards. <laughs> yeah. Quite the motivation. That's goals. <laughs> um, but it's, it's like now just like a staple, my, my like signature drink now. So... We uh, grilled hot dogs in Angry Orchard, and uh, I hope I haven't overhyped it, but so when Sam comes up in a couple days to go camping with me, we're going to do that for dinner one night. Sounds awesome. I'm excited. It's like a beer-battered hot dog type deal, but with Angry Mm -hmm. Orchard. Sounds awesome. Yep. It's actually really good. (laughs) Yeah. Have you tried doing different flavors of Angry Orchard? Because I know there's a few. Yes, we did. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> what flavors we did, did we do? I think we did a dark cherry. Now I'm just hungry. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of being hungry, what I'm loving is Amy and I are doing one of those box meal things where you like pick your meals for the week and then they send all the food to you in a box. Oh. Like oh yeah. Fresh or something like that. And I had... Fresh.com. Yeah, Amy made us pork shepherd's pie last night and it was... Bomb. Nice. And for a limited time only, if you use the discount code attacker <laughs> at checkout. <laughs> that would be such a great segue, but uh, 
Nobody has any interest in us except us. And like three people no. from Denmark. Well, Nate's got to comb through all this, and I've got two hours and 12 minutes. So, this once again, one. thanks for listening. Leave us a five-star review. I don't care what you say. You can tell me you didn't like it. You can tell me you love it. And I will only read the ones that said you love it. But yeah, leave the you review. You can say you didn't like it, but still make it a five-star review. That's correct. I won't <laughs> read it unless it's five stars. He gets it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but check us out on social media. Email us. DM us. Um, it'll probably be Nate that answers first, but if you want a specific bear, just, uh, tell Nate and he'll have us, uh, transcribe an answer to you. Panda costs extra. That's right. Panda actually costs money. He's a Patreon. He's our only Patreon situation. <laughs> <laughs> He's a pay to play. Nate and I are free. <laughs> yes. All right. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you later. See you later. Bye. Bye.